Episode 21, Nature Doesn't Discriminate. Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Hello, Thrivers, and welcome to this week's episode. It comes at a really interesting time on this planet. As you all know, we've been through COVID-19. In fact, I don't think that's even over yet. (laughs) We're still, you know, areas are starting to open up and things are starting to, you know, shift back to a little bit of freedom. But right now, for those that are in LA, in the United States, it's almost taken a complete different turn with the riots that are happening at the moment in regards to... George Floyd, black man that was killed by a police officer, a white police officer. And I just, I sometimes just look up and ask, how are we still here in a world where we treat fellow humans differently purely because of the aesthetics of their body? I just find this fascinating. And as you all you know who have been listening to the podcasts over the weeks, when it comes to situations like this, I like to look to nature. And nature doesn't discriminate. In fact, what I'm discovering the further I research, the further I am learning about her, I like to call her Mother Nature. The more I understand... As you've heard me say and repeat, nature moves in a natural succession towards abundance. So what does that mean? One of the first principles or laws that every organism in the ecosystem is there to benefit the whole. I remember when I was first studying about wolves, I had this obsession with wolves when I was, you know, 14 to 17. I didn't have posters of people dance, you know, boys to men or liked boys to men. I didn't have posters of dance groups in my room. I had posters of wolves. I've always been a nature buff. And I remember watching a documentary of a man who started to live near the wolves you know, there was this thought of like wolves with it, you know, the big bad wolf, all the stories that we hear of these evil wolves. And interestingly, when he was studying them and watching them, he realised that the pack, A, the pack works in a unity. You know, the, there's the alpha and it's the strongest of there. It's looking out for the whole of the pack and only the alpha male and female will be the ones that mate and everyone looks after these beautiful pups to help them grow because at the end of the day you're an alpha because you're strongest you're obviously you are you outwit if I can say others you're there for the benefit of the actual whole pack and so it it only makes sense to breed the stronger of that. It's, you know, that's Darwin's theory, the only the strongest survive or the survival of the fittest. But one of the really things and my point I'm trying to make here is one of the most interesting learnings that this man, I can't remember this documentary, but he just, he was in a tent for months around the walls and he even peed around his border because that helped protect his and the pack respected that. And But one of the biggest learnings that came from this, this documentary was that the wolves, when they're hunting, when they hunt a large animal, they will always take the most sickest or weakest or, you know, they're not, they don't try and, and they don't try and kill more than one animal. They'll, they'll kill enough to feed their pack. That's it. 
I believe the lions do the same. It's not about, you know, greed. <laughs> it's the survival for the ecosystem. They need that pack of antelopes, antelopes, buffalo, whatever it is that they're hunting. <laughs> I can't remember what the pack animal was, but whatever the, the, they need that whole pack to survive as well, or that herd, because if they just overkilled, they killed the whole thing. There'd be nothing left for them to eat. They need it to reproduce. They need them to constantly be there so they have a constant source of food. So they're not going to overkill. That was just so fascinating for me. You know, random little fact. That's why I have a tattoo of a wolf. There was so much about the pack is, you know, it's it's for the betterment of the pack. It's, you know, they're just these beautiful, beautiful animals. And it's only in the stories that the lone wolf, a wolf, often a wolf, if it's causing ruckus inside the pack, if it keeps trying to challenge the alpha and doesn't, it can often choose to go, you know, what? I'm going to go start my own pack. And that lone wolf in that time, in between time, if it doesn't find a pack, if it doesn't find that, of course it can get hungry and desperate. And that's where these, you know, the big bad wolf can come from for, is from that lone wolf that is transitioning packs, is, is about to try and create its own. And it just may not work. It may not survive between that time. And so that's where that, the bad name can come from. So what this brings me back to is humans. You know, so nature, even actually, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Even if you look into a garden, you know, something, the best documentary you could ever watch is The Biggest Little Farm. It's just the best story. Kids love it. They want to watch it more and more. I've watched it five times. I'll watch it at least five more. And it shows the cycle of nature. And it's always moving towards abundance. It's always trying to improve itself. It's like, how can we make this ecosystem survive? And if you align with nature, you will. And so, yes, there may be an in excess pest at some stage, but eventually a predator will arrive that will start to balance that out again. It's always for the betterment of the ecosystem. There's insects, there's microbes that sacrifice themselves for the betterment of the ecosystem. Everything is there working towards creating abundance in nature. If we move to the human race right now, we are not on a global scale. You know, we're destroying this planet. We know that. We're quite aware of that. But even on a humanity, a social side, there is still so much ego, so much individualism, so much separation. I mean, especially with this COVID, how we've all been separated. This is not for the betterment of our ecosystem. This is not the betterment. And we are going to destroy ourselves on this trajectory. The fact that we're killing one another for the three millimetres, I thought it was fascinating what Zach Bush MD put up on his Instagram. He's put an image of a basically a human without skin. So it's just muscle and tendons. And, and it says this is happening because of the three millimetres deep, we're all exactly the same, 100%. Three millimetres, this judgment on this three millimetre physical outlay skin. And we're destroying ourselves. There's hate and violence. And gosh, like, my heart goes out. You know, I know I'm part of the, the white privileged. I know and I know I have never, I can never talk or be, you know, understand what it's like to be out there being discriminated. You know, I'm always watching those documentaries. I think it's about the 13th Amendment, about the criminalisation. You know, I'm always trying to find empathy and understand and at least 
verbalize that's what I'm doing today verbalize the where I stand and where I stand is that the human race should align with nature and we will thrive if we look at one another with love and compassion and empathy and support one another for the betterment of human society to thrive there shouldn't be any of this racism, this discrimination, this this situation. That needs to be eliminated. There is no need for it. For us as humans to be shifting to a trajectory that aligns with nature to thrive, not implode and kill ourselves, we need to step outside ourselves and there's this opportunity. The world is shifting regardless. We're on that trajectory. We're, we're shifting and what we're seeing is this huge mirror coming up right in front of us that is showing us so obviously that we need to shift. And my only hope is that we can start to behave like animals. You know, it says don't behave like an animal. I'm sorry, but the animals and the organisms, they have it right. They're there for the betterment of the whole. And I choose to live a life that aligns with love. I choose to align with nature. I choose that I want to be a part, a betterment of the whole. I mean, one of my lines is that I want to leave this place better than I found it. I want to know that I contributed towards a thriving planet, not a dying planet, and not a planet that kills one another for the colour of our skin or treats each other with disrespect, regardless. Nature doesn't discriminate. In fact, nature works together for the betterment of the whole to create an abundance, to thrive. I want to align with nature and I want to thrive and I choose love and compassion for the betterment of our humanity. That's me. That's my thoughts. Wishing you all the best. Stay safe. Choose love in those moments if you can. Be the change you want to see in the world from Gandhi. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Thriving With Nature website where all of my videos, podcasts and resources are to take what we discuss here to the next level and apply it in real life. I'd love to have you come join myself and many others striving towards living a regenerative lifestyle. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.